Well, good afternoon to you, Jerrica. Good afternoon, Joan. How are you today? Well, not so good, oh. as you can see. I'm just fresh from A&E. Um, unfortunately, I cracked my knee this morning on the fridge. Oh, dear. Um, my whole patella's uh, got a really nasty split right down the middle. Yes, I can see that. Um, I've hobbled in because I'm, you know, a professional a trooper. Tro- trooper through and through. Yes. <laughs> a hoofer and a trooper. <laughs> um, I won't be dancing tonight no. in the show, unfortunately, as, oh, as I'd hoped to be. I, I know I'm a little bit gutted about that. Yes. But um, no, I've got this wee temporary cap yes. on my knee. Yes. Um, and I'm hoping that'll just take me through to the afternoon and then I can go in for an op. Yeah, so, and that metal structure, will that, um, when you have to wear that for a long time? Well, it depends whether they can replace my kneecap properly with the titanium one that I wanted. Yes. Um... Well, they can do wonderful things. They these can. Days. They wonderful can. Things. My surgeon, Mahmoud, is stunning with yes. his, um... He's a he's a very handsome gadgets. man, isn't he? Isn't he? Yeah, isn't he gorgeous? Goodness, with that. Strength. I know. I said I don't want to go under. I'd rather be conscious. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's quite a tease. Um, he really is, and he's got that skin that just doesn't age. Absolutely not. No, absolutely no. wonderful skin. Like a lovely latte, and his eyes are like sort of Maltesers with little raisins in the middle. Yes, and what could be nicer? And then he's got the sort of hair like. The colour of honeycomb crunchy. Mm, absolutely. I think he dyes it. I think he does dye it because you could see the uh, darker hairs at the front. Mm. Um, and Savage's implant, if you notice when he bends down. Yes, and that can um, look quite pubic. And it looks a little bit pubic. But you forgive him. He's got that wonderful, wonderful hooky nose. Um, uh, he he has a that strength of jawline. Um, goodness, I mean, who would... Who... I know, I mean, actually very witchy in profile, isn't yes, he? With he is. a huge hook and the chin almost meeting. Uh, like a crescent moon. Uh, wonderful, wonderful, uh, wonderful uh, hands. Fingers the length of... Goodness, yes. And the crevices he can get into with those is startling. Mm-hmm. Um, very talented, very talented. Designed all his own uh, surgical instruments indeed, as well. Indeed, indeed. Which is strangely big. Yes, um, yes, he prefers, I mean, he's got he's got very big hands, doesn't he? So he prefers those clunky, larger sort of uh, metal mm. uh, instruments as opposed to the lasers and the uh, mini... And there's no keyhole for my mood. No, he doesn't, he doesn't like keyhole. He said to me he thinks it's a, a fad. Mm. Um, mm. As you know, I go to him uh, for my... For my um, Carpal tunnel. Exactly. Uh, I forgot the word then, um, which I suffer badly with both hands. And I said, sometimes I both clawed over quite badly when I woke up in the morning, takes a few sort of flicks and uh, and throws of the old arm to, to get those to unlock. Um, but he's absolutely wonderful. I have injections, as you know, three times a week. Mm, mm, um, I've mm. got it much... They look better today. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're still hooked. They're still at an angle, clawed, aren't they? But they're not um, fully uh, sort of rolled no. up into nasty, angry balls. Exactly, some of the totally... Gnarly balls. T- totally compacted, as you say, into these gnarly, gnarly Does balls. his cream work, do you think, or not? Um, the cream... I, I, jury's out a bit mm-hmm. for me for the cream. Um, he's very keen. He says rub it into all sorts of areas. He showed me the sort of key areas where you rub it. Mm. Um, Curiously, nowhere near the hands. No, I mean, it's in a thigh, sort of pummeling up and down the thighs in one session, which was... Um, you know, he's very nice. Those, he's imagine. very thorough. It was extremely mm. nice. Uh, he's very thorough. I mean, there's not a hint of anything on his face, but uh, you know, ever the professional. So, mm. Um, mm. so if you're listening, uh, Mahmoud, um, good afternoon to you, and well, many, many thanks. Yes, look forward to seeing you later for my op. Indeed. But let's move on to your problems, people out there, because we really do, of course, want to help Indeed you. Indeed, we do. 
Dear Joan and Jerrica, my son has recently admitted he's gay and my husband finds it repulsive. What should I do? He has a boyfriend, wants to bring him over for a Sunday roast, but my husband says gay people don't eat Sunday roasts. Eleanor Piggott from Torquay. Hmm. Yes. Well, he's right. Um, on the whole, gay people don't eat Sunday roasts. I know that because of my daughter, mm-hmm. Cardinal, mm-hmm. Um, and her... I do think there's a difference, though, between lesbians and homosexual Well, men. true, yes. Uh, you you think of lesbians have, eating a yeah. lot more, you know, fish and hummus and... Yes, sort of, um, sprouts and um, greens. Yes, absolutely, whereas the gay men, it's it's the more flamboyant foods, isn't mm, it? It's the finger foods mm. um, and the, and the coloured cochineal type... Um, yeah, it's always got to be something quite colourful, mm. uh, ornate, mm. uh, showy. Mm. I suppose a Sunday roast is quite a, a, a traditionally brown and beige affair. Yes. Um, yes. Obviously, there's several questions to to answer here, which is, you know, your husband finds it repulsive. Yes. Is he gay? Yes. Good point. Yes. Probably. Yes. Um, does the yes? I mean, I think that that's probably the first thing to look at, isn't it? Realistically, and mm. um, that repulsion is usually an attraction. Mm. Um, I mean, I would say, Eleanor Piggott, um, Torquay, that you need to be careful of actually your husband um, popping off in a threesome with these guys. Mm. Mm. Uh, that's all I would say. Mm. Um, I'm not. I'm not overly worried um, about AIDS. Um, I'm not overly worried about... Um... I don't think AIDS is around as much no, now, is it? No. There was a phase of it during the 80s when everybody seemed to have it. It was sort of fashionable. Mm. Um, I'm not worried about that now. I think people are using condoms. They're withdrawing uh, much more efficiently than they used to. Um... I think a lot of times people are not clear on what gay men are actually doing when they have mm. gay sex. Yes, that's true. We know that they're walking down the street looking at a person once and then rushing off to the toilet together. We know that happens. Mm, mm. But what are they doing in there? Mm, in the toilet. Mm. Yes, I mean, yes, absolutely. I think, um, yeah, well, we know that they're doing probably quite a lot of touching, um, anal caressing, and we know that they're probably um, sucking, um, nudging, probably pushing, and um, quite a lot of... Uh, brushing I imagine um, uh, I think there'd be quite a bit of insertion uh, anal insertion um, either of items mm-hmm. or, pen- or mm-hmm. a penal or penal endeavor um, other than that um, I don't know I know she she says in a longer letter that she's concerned about her her son being fisted um mm. Because the fellow in question is is a very very large guy, right, with large hands. Yes, he's <laughs> not unlike the one from. Um, I don't know if you've watched Game of Thrones with no, G- the Great Carl. No, I haven't. He's seen enormous. That. Right. Um, yeah, he looks actually a lot like him. Well, might I be mean, him. In a way, this is this is a good question because I know from personal experience that a a large hand can sometimes fold up extremely small in mm. order to. Um, like one of those Brompton bikes. Exactly. So it's misleading. It's not always the hand. It's about the stiffness of the, the knuckles. Uh, the knuckles or the bone structure. Some people have very, very um, double jointed hands. They can virtually fold them up to a third of the size, almost like a telescopic hand. 
Um, also, making me think of mice and rats getting under doors, sort of collapsing exactly. the rib cage. Exactly. And... It needn't be. It needn't be painful. It often isn't painful. It's often very, very pleasurable. Mm. Um, it's if the, you know, it's if there's any um, anal sensitivity for him, and that's something that maybe she can check up on whilst he's asleep or um, on the loo. Um, just make sure that there's nothing rum going on there mm, mm. Um, she'll probably know from when he was a wee lad wouldn't indeed. she but as you say she could spray something up there and see if there's a reaction mm, or mm. yes mm. Uh, it's a tricky one fisting fisting yes I mean I would say if you're worried about fisting and it's something you want to do and this is for anybody out there by the way mm. um, there's a few things that you can do if you're concerned mm. one is to get a, a great lubricant um, anything from margarine to WD-40 mm. um, secondly as I say you know it's not always about the size of the hand it's about how well the hand will fold up so mm, mm, you know mm. I know some people do two at a time it's not a big deal mm-hmm. okay does that answer the question I think so I think so um, I, as I say I think I think it's pretty cut and dried that the, the, the issue there is a husband with his own ho- repressed gay. homosexuality he's gay yeah. so that's probably the first thing to look at yeah. then, isn't it yeah. and, and that's a really a question for you Eleanor actually isn't it? Yes, Eleanor. Do you yes. want to stay with this guy? Well, and and I suppose a greater question: Why is he gay? What is mm-hmm. he not getting at Absolutely. home that has turned him into? Because this is one of Jericho's bugbears, yeah. and, and I'm with her. I'm on board. Mm. Why is someone gay? Mm. Usually because there's a problem, and yes. it's usually the wife. Yes. Yes. Harsh words, but uh, true. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Um, dear Joan and Jerrica, several people at work say I smell of eggs. How do I know if it's true? And if so, where is it coming from? My mum's never mentioned it. David Agrumbaris. Right. Yes. Um, so let's dig into this a little bit. Um, does he say which part of his body he thinks the egg smell, eggy smell is coming from? Uh, well, as he says in this short letter, he doesn't know where it's coming from or whether it's ah, true. Right. However, in the longer letter, which I was uh, perusing this morning when I was on the treadmill, um, he is concerned it's his breath, his hair. Um, he even worries that within the nose itself, there is a smell of eggs. Right. Within the nose. Right. Not yes. that he's smelling eggs, but there's an eggy smell that's, trapped that's up his nose. Up his nose. Right, okay. And this is David Agrumbaris. And does it say where David Agrumbaris lives? Uh, Ipswich. Um, so, yes, good morning, David. Are we the first people this young um, David... Uh, Ag- well, he's not young. Agrumbaris. How old is he? He's, uh, well, he's mid, mid to late 50s. By right. Me. No, it's just that he references mum, I'm wondering. Mm. Um, well, he's obviously living at home with his mum. Yes, that's what I'm getting at. That's mm. what I'm getting at. I would want to ask some questions. I would want to ask how many eggs he eats, um, for start off. If any. If, because, of course, you can smell of eggs without actually eating them. Absolutely. But I think my first protocol would be, well, are you eating a lot of eggs? Mm. Are you perhaps inadvertently getting a little bit of egg up your 
nostrils you mm, eat mm, if you're enthusiastic mm, or mm. hurried eater um, or is, a big beard and moustache it can obviously absolutely yes send doesn't lot say of food up the nostrils that's indeed true and in fact um while we're on that subject for guys with beards um they're a lot of fun um the beards can be all sorts of uh, entertaining little bits and bobs in the bedroom um but guys uh, guys with beards um fecal matter creeps in very quickly um and actually this eggy smell may well be a fecal smell he doesn't say whether he's got how a partner would you, how would the fecal matter creep into the beard um through role play and um anal play mm. through um i mean i know that in a longer lecture he talks about the fact that he's a single man he's a lonely man mm. he lives with his mum right i hate to think that there's anything going on between him, him and his mum mm. no i mean obviously that's something i presume he doesn't say whether that's the case or no, not. But he might have... If mum smells of eggs, she's old. It's mm. very possible. Mm. Uh, could he have caught that transferred over? Mm. Yes. I mean, all right, yes, that's a possibility, isn't it? Just give mum a peck on the cheek, goodbye. You transfer the faecal matter from her face, which may have got on there from morning toilet uh, ablutions, whatever, unsuccessful ablutions. With the elderly, that's often a problem. Um, and and then how would that transfer to her face? Well, it'll be um, a wipe of the body, um, a rough a rough hand wash. Perhaps she doesn't see very well. She's not noticing perhaps as a, a, a blob or whatever. She's wiped on the town and she's gone to clean her face and that's transferred over. Mm-hmm. So she, you know, she may not notice. He may not notice. Mm. Um, he doesn't say how good his eyesight is. Um, there are a lot of unanswered questions, mm, really. Mm, mm. Um, but I think uh, David uh, Agrombaris, um, if he's if he's listening this morning, um, I would say first port of call is just check the towels in the bathroom. Right. Um, uh, in terms of um, other medical possibilities, there's a, a a form of cancer that can make you smell of eggs. I would oh. I would get that checked mm-hmm. as well as mum mm-hmm. and the towels. Mm-hmm. Um. Moving on. Dear Joan and Jerrica, I am 64 and would still like to enjoy an active sex life, but I'm having uh, problems with lack of sensation in my genital area uh, and I've heard that there may be some treatments available to spruce things up a bit down there. Um, and that's from Selena Crockish in Dawlish. That's interesting. It was a rhyme. Mm. Um, interesting letter, and um, yes, thank you for thank you for writing in. Um, this is something that uh, actually has been on uh, many a mind recently. Um, it's uh, really now a question of um, continuing sex. I would no longer. Um, can women be allowed to use the hang ex- up their hang up the boots exactly and use the excuse of oh I've gone through the menopause I'm not um, I'm not up for it anymore mm. no sorry um, if you're still in a relationship uh, you have an obligation um, and it's about doing your best to fulfil that so thank you for this letter um, Selena Celine Selena 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 mm. um, and I'm glad that you're taking the time and trouble to raise this very important um, valid and of course she's in Dawlish which is a I always love it when you go on the train down that way absolutely gorgeous um, yes past the sea and yes. those lovely views there absolutely wonderful so she's she's getting the the benefits of the sea air yes. down there which should um, pep up her libido for well it will thing. pep up her libido but it won't do much good um, down there unfortunately there's been no. research that's shown that women 
women that live near the seaside often have a much drier, uh, more flaky uh, vaginal skin um, and can experience a lot of pain and discomfort, uh, probably five years ahead of their sisters who live uh, further inland. Okay, um, where it's sort of damper. There's a, uh, there's a damper. I suppose it's salty and drying, as you say, down That's there, it. the battering winds yes. wafting up. That's and it. And because you're... these people... Um, often, you know, if you live near the sea and uh, you perhaps go skinny dipping, again, you're, you've got no layer between yourself, the intimate part, um, mm. and the sea. So you're immediately going to experience uh, mm. brinal chapping, mm. um, which can severely affect the the, the, the the epidural layering. And the sort of texture of the skin. Absolutely. In that, in that and area. it can, in some cases, become quite shell-like. Um, with the buffing and and what have you. The other thing is that when you get to, I think it's 61, you were telling me uh, this morning or Mm. the breakfast, Mm. um, there's a sort of paralysis that goes on in the upper regions of the vagina. It's a spasmic um, reaction that can then induce paralysis. Um, If you catch it early enough, so on the cusp of, say, if you go go and see somebody about it when you're 60, before you get to that 61st birthday, it varies slightly with women, but it's it's rather uh, interestingly precise. Except for these women by the sea, that's probably going to be happening around 55. 55, you want to get checked up. Um, and there are things that you can do to prevent it and things that you can do to alleviate it. Mm. Um, so now um, we have been talking recently on the programme about collagen. Mm-hmm. Um, we all know how wonderful collagen can be for our lips and our mm. um, earlobes and other areas that are fleshy that can get drooped and uh, dismal as one ages. Um, eyelids, mm. um, necks. People don't often think of eyelids as an area to pump collagen into no. because you can get obviously the fat eyelids, can't you? You can. Fat lids. Yes. If you have too much pumped into yes. it, look like you've been crying all night long. That's it. Or that you're attempting to be uh, oriental in some way. Yes, no, it can go wrong. Uh, but a little bit of collagen pumped up there mm. will give you a, a more youthful look. Absolutely. A sort of little fatty um, line around the eyes doesn't, doesn't uh, do anybody any harm, really, quite honestly, in terms of how they look. So, um, which brings me to the uses of collagen, and of course, um, as we become more aware of this um, spasmodic uh, paralysis down in in the area, um, in the in the vaginal urethral area, um, people are looking to find ways of uh, alleviating that. I'm hoping that people like Celine's Selina Selina Selina's husband will um, will enjoy the benefits. Well, obviously what he'll enjoy is with that plumping within that mm. vaginal canal. Um you're going to bring those walls of the vagina closer together. Yes. Consequently, you're going to be um for your husband, lucky guy, it's yeah. like the wedding night all over again. Exactly. If you were a virgin when you married, as I yes. presume you would have been. Yes. Um, yes. You know, suddenly you've got a very nice tight situation going on mm. down there. Mm. Um, yes. Which is, you know, welcome change. The guy's probably used to butting, butting in um, and jangling around in the area, fl- flapping loosely amongst the hanging blades of the vaginal um, sheath. Incidentally, very useful in the anus as well. If you're um, somebody who enjoys anal play, anal penetration, yes. um, again, the anus can get very saggy and, and just very raggedy. And raggedy, as you say. I think uh, you know. I had that collagen treatment done there, and it's it's stunning. Freed it up. It's stunning. Yes. It yeah. looks amazing. Yes. Uh, obviously, I think it's great if you get your anus bleached. Yes. Uh, make sure that it's hair free. Oh, please get it bleached, ladies. There's no need for these dark anuses. You know, I really think 
let's not forget that area. You know, I think women get worried when they go to get their waxing or whatever yes, done. Yes, yes. Um, but look, gay guys are going to get the, you know, what is it, crack sack and back. Mm. You know, you do need to really pay attention to that whole Absolutely, area. Totally guys agree. love anal sex. Look, I mean, sex is changing. Um, anal sex is, beca- is very much coming to the fore. Um, and It's uh, a biggie now. It's a biggie. It's, a, it's, it's very now. Um, and as Joan says, there is no need for dark brown discoloration uh, around the anal area. Um, it's just not necessary nowadays. Um, it's very easy. It's very quick. Uh, it's painless or, 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 you know, very little pain. Just go and get it done. There's no excuses. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think you get some heterosexual men saying, should I do that? Should I be getting mine bleached or my hair is removed or whatever? I don't think they need to. No. I think it's manly. I think that's right. To in for a man to have a dark, hairy anal area. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, clinkers or whatever you have down there. That's okay. That's, that's what we expect. Yeah. You're a big old bear. I think you know any lady with any self respect would rather see a fuzzy. Um, blobby, hairy, anal area um, rather than a bleached, uh, pale um, apology of an anus or on a on a guy when you're you know doing sixty nine or whatever it is that you're you know you you when it's in your face you don't want to be thinking oh this guy's been to the manicurist or the pedicurist. No, or it's not sexy, is it's it? It's not at all. And let's talk about sixty nine, mm. uh, Jerica, because mm, mm. it's a fantastic position, absolutely, which has been forgotten. I think so. Um, I know that nowadays a few people practice a thirty five. Yes. Um, and obviously all the gradations from thirty five to sixty nine. Yes. But sixty nine is where it's at. Yes, I mean, look. It's considered very retro. I think it is making a comeback. Um, that's why we're starting to get people looking to their anuses a little bit more, taking a bit more care of their anus, um, because they know that guys are going to be looking more carefully in that area when, when you're straddling or, or, or upside down, as it were, or whichever way around or up you are. But um, it's been a neglected position. Mm. Um, I'm glad to say that we've got a, a, a blog and a vlog um, about precisely this, um, it's just worth having a little look at that and um, and catching up with what you're missing. Absolutely, absolutely, and uh, you know, have, we've had people call in before saying, "Well, I find it a very confusing position. There's too much going on. Mm. I don't know what I'm meant to be doing. Right. I'm meant to be enjoying what he's doing, but I'm too busy trying to do to him mm. what he wants." Mm. And you know, well, you'd be no good in an orgy. I'll tell you that no, much. If you're getting right. confused. Um, I think it's something that you you can learn about to improve at. And as always, I think women, it's really your department to to really get up to speed Mm. with the 69 position Mm. and therefore all the associated accoutrements that go with that Mm. kind of sexual play. Absolutely. I mean, I think it's partly about multitasking, isn't it? It's about being able to... Uh, concentrate on two things at once on three sort of on... pat the head and rub the tummy That's it. You can I mean, always... that actually it sounds you know sounds mm. ridiculous mm. but if you do want to practice um, exactly that mm. if you do pat your head and rub your tummy and get really good at that mm. I think you'll mm. start to find that uh, the brain starts to be able to um, expand split. and split as you say mm. and mm. then you will find that you're perfectly capable of, of giving a wonderful um, sensual blow blow job to a guy whilst receiving pleasure yourself down there with all the licking and the 
um, the juddering of the tongue um, that the guy is uh, doing for you. Um, I think also you need to remember not just uh, performing a fantastic bluey, but also fiddling about with his anus. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't forget that. Yeah, don't forget that because that's easily bypassed, especially if there are things going on for you. Um, fluttering downstairs, you're going to have to keep focused and remember that... Um, you know, you've got fingers, you need to be using those. Nipples um, as well. Absolutely. You can push those up or push. tickle the anus with your nipple. Yes, um, there's all sorts of things, really. Uh, it depends how tall you are and how tall the par- your partner is. Mm. Um, some things are going to be easier than others. Um, you know, it's playing around, finding what works for you. Um, but most of all, finding out what works for him. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you very much to Selena. Mm. That was a really... Um, enlightening uh, uh, and uh, expansive topic yes, for us to yes, study this morning yes. thank you yeah. very much mm, and mm. love to dawlish so thank you as always for for sharing your troubles with us and uh, we wanted particularly this evening to talk to you about getting yourself all snugly and snoozy for bedtime because yes. so many people write in with issues surrounding anxiety and insomnia and so forth and uh, it's something that joan and i are familiar with but not troubled by no, but we do have tips plenty. we do and um, we have a lot of letters from people that just say i can't sleep um, sometimes it literally just says that um, and a name so here are some some tips that we've learned over the years um between us um so joan do you want to kick off with your top tips yes for a good night's sleep? i mean i always mush up a couple of bananas a couple mm. of bananas in a nice hot milk uh, plenty of sugar. Now, people think sugar wakes you up, but actually, as no. we well know, it lifts you up and then crashes Knocks you down. Knocks you out, yes. So let it knock you out. Yes, let it plummet, let the blood sugar raise and plummet. Um, and that will make you very full. Mm. A bit like a baby when it's been really gorging on mother's milk. Yes, indeed. You need to have a big bloated tum filled with mushy nana. And even actually, if it's filled with gas, that can um, calm you down. So you know any... well, it's all about focus isn't it moving focus from anxiety to something else that's if you've it. got a, a tight pain, painful windy tongue yes that's going to make you think about that and not i can't go to sleep no but if you reframe your thinking which yes. is part of what we're always i know we're <laughs> banging on about reframing if you've reframed well this big big old windy bloated sheep uh, distended tongue um, if you re- reframe your thinking on that and just think that's a lovely full tum, that's a sort of toddler tum um, that's had milky drinks and bananas galore, and mum's tucked you in, give you a little peck on the cheek, dad's popped in and, and rubbed your head, um, and off you go and you drift off of this wonderful feeling of fullness and, and sufficiency. Mm. Um, so yes, that's a big top tip, isn't it? Absolutely. I think those those the mum and dad thing is a very, very nice way to look at it, whatever age you are. Yes, absolutely. Imagine that they've read you a super story, nothing frightening, and perhaps they've given you a lovely bath as yes. well, because we all need that, don't we? We need yes. to feel the embrace of hot water around us, yes. bubbles all the way up to our eyebrows. Yes, absolutely. Um, it's all about comfort and yes. cosiness. Indeed, and you know, if you do struggle, and whether your parents are still living or have now passed... Or perhaps um, they weren't very nice to you in reality. Could have been absolutely ghastly, which is many people's experiences, certainly both mine and Joan's. Mm. Um, that you buy yourself some Johnson's baby bath oil or bubbles um, and you just pop yourself into the bath. You could get, lower yourself in as though a parent is lowering you in. You imagine there's strong arms of dad 
um, or, you know, a, a nice dad if you had a, a violent or unpleasant father. Just lowering you into those bubbles and, and popping you in. And maybe you can hum to yourself, sing yourself a little song. A lullaby. A little lullaby or a, a nursery rhyme. Mm, and rock yourself back and forth in the water. That's it. Um, That's it. And t- try not to get shampoo in your eyes because that will, when you've regressed like that, will make you cry quite quickly. And um, you can actually then get into that really, really troubled sobbing, the traumatic yes, convulsion. Yes, sort of screaming. Um, uh, the abandoned child in indeed, the cot who indeed. no one ever came to. Didn't come, didn't hear, didn't listen to. Um, you don't want to go there. You don't want to sob yourself off to sleep. Although that is another method, isn't yes, it? Yes, it does be. work eventually. Yes, you're exhausted and, yes. and, and you're just wrung out and you'll eventually yes. sort of almost pass out. Yes. Um, that's, I mean, that's, you know, obviously that's a sort of last last uh, resort, really. The other method, of course, which is frowned upon but yes. will work, is if you eat huge amounts of pasta yes. and lots of wine. That's right. And then you masturbate. Um, it's a it's a well known triple. It's the pasta wine masturbation triangle um, triangle, which never fails. Um, Cardinal, my daughter, struggled to sleep for years. Um, this was something that she and I developed. Um, which of course you had to do to her before she learned to it's do it. Exactly, sorry. and you know, although I now have my carpal tunnel, it's harder for me both to either do it to her or do it to myself. Um, but I've got a wonderful contraption actually now, which I got designed by Mahmoud. Um, which I can use to... On top of your claws? You pop it on. I mean, it will literally go over. Um, and then I can just move the arm fast back and forwards, and that will that will do the trick. Um, but don't miss out the pasta and the red wine. No, um, no, no. But a lot of people just go straight to the masturbating. And that won't work. It won't work, because your tummy's going to be saying, oh, no, I'm, you know, I've, I'm... Mm. I'm, I'm st- stimulated and I might have um, climaxed but my tummy's empty absolutely um, yes. and the wine will relax the mind and the brain and mm. um, and so some know. people say well then I'm too tired to masturbate well you still need to make the effort because yes. otherwise you know what it's like the wine's going to wake you up later yes that's um, it and then you're going to be in a real old so pickle if you've got some glucose tablets or something you can just quickly pop one of those and if you say oh, I'm too tired to pop on the the, the claw Whatever, you know, if I'm lying there, I think, oh, goodness, I'm too exhausted. I'll have a quick couple of glucose tablets. That'll give me a flare-up of energy. Um, then I can fire away, um, get myself off um, to sleep post, uh, well, post-coitally, I suppose. You could Absolutely. You have a cigarette afterwards. Yes, indeed. Yes. And that's another way, of course, to settle, mm. is to have a couple of cigarettes. Even if you don't smoke. Indeed. Um, we do actually also have a new hypnotherapy CD yes. available. I know CDs are not fashionable. People prefer to download things, but it's very nice to have in the car if you still got one of those old-fashioned cars. Yes. Um, but again, this is not really... This is more if you've pulled over on the hard shoulder mm. um, and you fancy a wee snooze. Yes. yes. It's one of those really quick knockout snoozes. Yes, and if you're a lorry driver particularly, mm. we've got We've a had a lot of, of success with yes. those, haven't yes, we? Yes, we have. Yes, mm. a lot of lorry drivers listen in. Yes, <laughs> pleased yes. To, pleased to hear. Yes. Hello, uh, drivers, if you're out there. We really are thinking rough, of you. Rough, tough um, guys in your high-up cabs. Yes. Uh, with your porn and your, <laughs> your sandwiches. Um, but we're wonderful to have you have you listening in. Yes, we do enjoy it very, very much. And we love your photos. Yes, wonderful photos. So keep those coming. Lovely. Thank you. Thank you.